0: Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the How to Lead podcast, helping you develop yourself and those around you. My name's Adam, and I'm joined today by Clay. Clay, we're picking up today part two of a conversation we started last week, uh, basic idea coming from Stephen Pressfield's book, Turning Pro, where he says, uh, what ails your life right now? If you think about your career, what ails you has nothing to do with being sick or some character defect. What ails you is that you're living your life as an amateur. And so the solution to change some of your life is to turn pro, right? Quit. Leave those childish, amateurish ways behind and start to become an adult, right? Start to turn pro. It's a really helpful illustration and metaphor and a way for us to think about it. Last week, we talked about two ways we can evaluate our own life and, and try to go, all right, am I acting more like an amateur or a pro? We talked about fear, where amateurs are paralyzed by fear. where are pros. They move forward despite fear. They face it. We talked about blame, Amateurs are always looking to blame people. Pros are looking to learn things. Uh, they're looking to identify their emotions that they feel that would maybe want to cause them to blame others. But they take responsibility and they go, all right, there's, this is me, right? I'm not going to blame anybody else. And so today what I want to talk about, two other ways where I think this impacts us as leaders, and that is uh, our destination – and, uh, and our salary. That's what, what I want to talk about today.
1: Before we jump into those two, Adam, I feel like I've got to ask you, um, As I'm th- 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 the concept is such a great concept. I mean, I can see why it's so, um, I'm so grateful you brought this because thinking through, all right, what would amateurs do? We left last week's asking that question, what would a professional do? And then I'm just sitting here picturing you on the plane. What time of the night was it?
0: Uh, it was like, uh, it was uh, like in... Eight o'clock when I was read half of it, flying out to Birmingham to go see our buddy David, and then um, and then it was about six thirty flying back. So this is evening. It was dark. I had to have the light on. Okay. Uh, it was and you had worked was, all day. Of
1: course. Yeah. yeah. I'm and a then pro. here you are reading. <laughs> I just I, I'm picturing you and I'm going, dang it, that is what a pro would do. Oh. Is a pro <laughs> would pick up a book and read it. I'll tell you what amateur hour over here does. I'm turning, I mean, end of the day on a plane, I'm like, no chance I'm doing something that's an actual positive investment in my life. I'm watching, uh, you know, what is Larry David's HBO show?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, curb your enthusiasm.
1: Oh, I'm watching a couple episodes of curb your enthusiasm, which is yes. not going to help me at all. Or, you know, top gun for the third time. Yeah. So how, how do you do, what do you, how do you do that? How do you in that moment tell yourself I'm going to read. I'm going to make a good decision that's going to be healthy for my life and benefit me.
0: I man, I wish I knew. I don't know. I mean there there's some things that I'm, you know, this whole entrepreneurial journey that we've been on, there's some things I'm learning about myself that are very surprising. Uh and one of those is is um and I'm I'm repeating words that some friends and and my wife have said to me recently like there is a drive in you that is um that's that's uh like encouraging, right? It's not a, I, I would never be described as a bull in a China shop, right? I am not a type A person. I am not an Enneagram eight, you know, just I'm going to bulldoze over you. But I don't know, man, there's just this thing in me that is just, uh, we got, I, I just want to keep getting better. I want to keep going. And so, wow. yeah, I, I'll pick up books. and. Well,
1: that is what a pro yeah. would do. Well, right, I appreciate right there. it. You're very Way kind. Go. You're
0: very kind. So, um,
1: All right, last time, last time we talked about fear and blame. That was a very helpful conversation. I'm very yeah, interested like to get into destination and salary. Why don't you want to just share a little bit about destination and then we'll talk about how to respond to it? In
0: a little bit, we talked about this in the beginning in an episode in January, but it's this idea of that a professional is moving somewhere. They have a destination in mind. It's maybe not a clear picture, but they've got something that they want. Right? I'm listening to um to a book about Kobe Bryant when he was younger. This is really covering a lot of his younger years uh, right now. And he identified in eighth grade that he wanted to go into the NBA right out of high school, right? That's a pro. That is what a pro does. They're identifying something very specific, and this is where they want to go. And I think a professional, when they think about their career – Uh, They've got an idea in mind of where it is that they want to go. They've chosen a destination. And as we talked about on a a previous episode, that brings meaning to the journey, but it also prevents you from just driving around in circles. I think an amateur is waiting to be told what to do with their career, and uh, they're they're waiting to see – they're waiting for applause – from people uh, to try to go and, and chase something and figure out what it is that they want to do. And what they end up doing is they end up just driving in circles, right? They're just kind of wasting, wasting. Uh, it, ultimately the worst would be wasting their life. Um, you know, for most, I don't think we're wasting our lives. It's maybe just wasting a few years or could be more productive and more thoughtful. Um, so that, that would be from this destination perspective. Do you know if somebody sat down, if your boss sat down and said, so what do you want out of a career? Do you have any semblance of an answer? Um, that would let you know kind of where you are on that side of the spectrum.
1: Well, we've talked about that question what do I want? Being, I mean, that is one of the most important, powerful, and difficult to answer questions. Most people cannot answer that question. I mean, it is, you know, to find illustrations like Kobe, where he's, you know, in eighth grade deciding he wants to turn pro and be a professional basketball player. I, I saw it recently. I was uh, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I, had the opportunity to go speak to the men's basketball team in Tuscaloosa. They're they're uh, doing really well right now, which is always more fun. That is fun amazing. To speak to a team that's winning. Did you get to meet them all? Did you? Do you remember? Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Rylan Griffin, uh, who's on that team, he's from Richardson. Oh no way. Yeah, he's from. Uh, he played at Richardson High School right up the road from me. We, we've been watching him since he was a sophomore. He's a stud. Uh, great, great. Well, player. they have another yep.
1: player, this freshman named Brandon Miller, who is he'll be a finalist for Naismith player of the year. He'll be a top five draft pick. I mean, the dude is insane and same deal as Kobe. Like he has identified, I know where I'm going and what I want to do. And when he talks about his shot, I've never heard of a basketball player talk about this, but he, he says, I want my shot, my form to be perfect. And therefore I have to work on it every day. And so he's got a certain number of shots that he makes himself in addition to working out, in addition to practice, in addition to going to class, in addition to all the, every, all the conditioning, everything else they have to do. I'm, I, I will shoot this amount of shots every single day because I want my shot to be perfect. That is the mindset of a pro who's letting that destination go. I know what I want and therefore here's what I want to do. I I was talking to a guy last week who he, He's a, um, he's a creative. So he's a, a writer and a videographer. And, uh you know, I just, I, I we were having that the very conversation, he says, I want to write scripts for films, that's what I want to do. But I know I can't just go do that right now. And so what I'm doing is, is I am making up my aim that we financially budget in such a way that I can work 10 months out of the year, and then take two months out of the year when my is usually my least busy time so that I can work on the craft of writing. And so he did that in twenty twenty. I thought now that is someone who has the destination in mind. He knows what he wants. He's thinking like a pro doing the things he needs to do to become and to get to where he wants to be. I think that's remarkable.
0: I love that. It is. And 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 here's some of the things I'm noticing now as I'm as this is becoming a little bit of a filter in the way I'm evaluating uh, different people in my life or uh, some of these celebrities, you know, like I've never met Stephen Pressfield. We, we certainly never had a chance to meet Kobe or anything like that. But these goals that they're choosing, yeah, they have some short term goals and things that they want, but it's pretty far down the road, right? So that means what they have is it's, they have enough drive and motivation to keep at it. But they also don't have this false deadline that if I don't get it by Thursday, then I'm done, right? So he's not achieving the perfect shot chances are he probably won't achieve the perfect shot it doesn't matter and i know a future episode we're about to record on failure so there's a little teaser for that and i think he's probably got that mentality on what failure is and what it isn't but um but some of these these things are not just like what do you want this year it's like i want you to go to 65 i want you to go to 75 years old what what is that destination uh where is it that you're heading and if it is this big, massive, huge goal, that's great, because now you got a lot of time, hopefully. Yeah, Lord willing, you got a lot of time uh, to go after it. But it's got to be enough that motivates you. But that, that is a huge difference, I think, between pros and amateurs. Pros, knows, they know what they want. And that may be the difference. We may look at that at Brandon Miller and go, oh, but he's got all this skill and he's got all this giftedness. What a disrespectful thing to say about that gentleman. Right, because chances are he got there because he worked his tail off. Now, yes, did he have some things that were six, nine? outside of his yes, control? Yes, that's helpful. Yes, <laughs> right. that is helpful. But it would be just disrespectful to go, "Oh, he's just gifted." Right, and that would, and he is working his tail off. I love to hear that; it's so inspiring. Uh, that's that's a man who's going to be pro, or or even if he makes it the NBA, it doesn't know he's pro. Like he's a professional; he's living the professional life because he's not saying, "Well, I don't know, maybe we'll just see. Maybe maybe it'll be my jump shot, maybe it'll be my dunks, maybe it'll be layup. maybe I'll just work on ball handling." No, he's saying jump shot. That that's what, what I want to do. What do you do say Adam, to the
1: person who goes, "I don't know where I want to be?" And and even looking at your career, my career, you would have never said where you are now. You would that, that where you are now is not was not the destination, you know, 10, 20 years ago. So what do you what what what, what advice do you give somebody who's going, "I feel Paralyzed because I genuinely don't know.
0: Well, that's your that's your goal then. That's what you want, is you want to be able to put it down. You want to be able to talk about it and articulate it. So now you're on a journey to try to study and figure it out. And now you're going to start doing some informational interviews. You're going to start thinking about different professions that are out there. You're going to start asking people, hey, based on what you know about me, what do you think I would be good at? That's your goal, right? That that's what you're chasing right now, is you're trying to get some clarity. Around what it is that you want, you're going to run some motivational experiments. you're going to try some different jobs out in your 20s, like maybe a couple different industries because you're you're on this hunt right to try to figure out what is it that is going to provide that that thing where I think I'm going to be at my best, adding the most value to people um, and I can earn a living uh, while I'm doing that. And so uh, so I think that's where I would start with that. And, and and those that are and let's go back to fear. Those that are just paralyzed by fear because they're they're embarrassed to say what they want because of the imposter syndrome. I would just quiet that inner critic like we got to find that inner critic. We've got to strangle it and and take it to the ground just put it on paper and just start talking about it, right? Again, we're, like nobody's going to make fun of what you want because uh, nobody thinks about your life as much as you think they think about your life. You're, you're living yours. <laughs> and so uh, just put something down on paper and it can always it will. change. It certainly right? will always change. It will yeah. change. Yeah, But it's better to have that destination Good. than no destination. All right, let's talk about uh, salary.
1: I'm so curious to hear yes. this one. I, you okay, know, those so, other three, fear, blame, destination, they, they feel so self-actualized and uh, ethereal yeah. and philosophical. This one, I was like, "Whoa, this is straight tactical salary." Let's talk yeah. about money. This is about right. money.
0: Yeah. So he he quotes his friend who was in the Marines, and I guess the Marines uh, say that there's two types of salaries when you're in the Marines. You get a financial one, and you get a psychological one, and uh, you get a financial salary, obviously for serving your country and and doing work. But then they get this psychological salary, which is you're a Marine, right? You have done some very important things. And you talked to, you know, some of them, they've talked about that they're going to value that psychological salary almost more than the, than the financial salary. And so then he took that and said, Marines are pros, right? They, they get it. They, that, that is a great differentiator between an amateur and a pro. An amateur is working just for money. Uh, a pro understands there's a salary that's worth more than that, and that's the psychological salary. You're finding the reward in the work, and you're finding something. So it goes back to, all right, well, you got to find some things that are going to feel rewarding when you do the work. Uh, what we just talked about with destination, and that's why you run motivation experiments and you just try some things out. But I think there's there's something there right that is incredibly important that when you're you're acting like a pro, uh, you're not just trading time for money. Uh, there is something that feels uh, almost vocational about what you do, right Like this is a let's use some really flowery terms. This is a sense of calling, a sense of destiny, right a fate. Uh, that is on your life where you're just going, I just have to do this work, regardless if you pay me or not, this is what I'm
1: doing. I, I would never have bumped into that. I'm so glad we're having this conversation that uh, the, the amateur sees salary as, oh, that's the reward for me working. No, 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 no. That's what an amateur thinks. A professional goes, no, no, no. My salary is not my the money I earn for the work I do. My salary is the reward I give myself or that intrinsic feeling of, I am operating in my gift set. I'm helping other people. I'm benefiting others. I'm making people's lives better, whatever it may be. That is so much, a, that's, that's a more powerful motivation. Uh, Charles Duhigg in power of habit. Um, he talks about that, you know, part of that book is just all, he really breaks down habits that there's a, there's a trigger, there's something that happens, there's the habit. And then there's, the, there's gotta be this reward on the other side that and he he talks about, I mean, I'd never heard anyone use this language before, but the best award, reward that we can give ourselves for a habit, it is something that we give ourselves. When you go and serve someone else, yes, maybe that helps them. But one of the best things that happens is you get to look in the mirror and go, you, my friend, are the kind of person that helps others. That is powerful. Uh, I, it really did you, is. Do you track with Mr. Beast?
0: Uh, a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's big in my family. My boys love him. We, yes. we,
1: we I, He kind of drives me crazy, but, um, I'm also <laughs> fascinated with the guy, you know, he's, yeah he's 24 years old, I think. That's I mean, crazy. he's got this, you know, I don't know. I think the, the most subscribed to channel on YouTube for a single, you know, individual couple of, um, them. and yeah. he's not, he's got a few, of obviously them. he's not uh, say it again. He's got a few of those oh, channels that are like yeah. up there in the top ten. Yeah, now 10, he's yeah. got multiple channels. I mean, now he's you know he's got these uh, he's got these snacks, these gluten free snacks that he's releasing called Feastables. <laughs> yes. He's got this burger that he's launching. I mean, he's getting into all yes. kinds of stuff. But um, I just listened to this, you know, one of those long form two and a half hour interviews on um, that Lex Friedman did with Mr. Beast, and it was pretty fascinating because Lex Friedman was trying to pin him down, going. Hey, do you think you'll get a billion views on a, on one of your videos? And he's like, um, I mean, I could do the math, probably, maybe. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that. Oh, okay. Well, do you think you'll be a billionaire because you're you're crushing it? And again, he's like, um, maybe. I haven't really thought about it. And so he gets into, well, then what what are you thinking about? What what's the? And he basically says, well, I'm thinking about making the best video that I can make all the time. That's what I'm thinking about, and that's salary. That is the salary of going, okay. Did we get in some new sponsorships? Did a lot of people watch it? Did we get paid for it? Sure, amateur hour. Pros go. I'll tell you what we did is we made the best video that we could make, and whether people watched it or not, that's all right. But we're gonna give ourselves that salary. That that's profound, Adam. Thank you.
0: It is. It is. It's uh. It's incredibly helpful, and it and it. The thing about the psychological salary is it's hard to brag about, right? So it humbles you. Um, most people won't be impressed by a lot of that because it, it may be stuff that nobody sees. Like maybe for you and I, Clay, we're, we're, uh, it's the process of like, all right, so we, we, we were called in to go speak somewhere. We're kind of trying some new content out. We worked really hard thinking about it. We were up late at night. Nobody saw any of that, but we really want to push ourselves to like try a new style or do something different. And then we went there and it was a, it was a six out of 10, right? It, it didn't blow people away, but we tried something different. And, uh, and it was like, there was something about it where, where you, you know, how you're going to make it better the next time. And so you're coming away and your heart's full and you can't tell anybody that really. And nobody's going to be like, way to go. I mean, other pros will recognize that, that you, you were doing your thing, right. And that was your journey. And you were, you were doing some great things there, but I mean, you can't drive that around. Uh, you can't take your kids out to eat with that. But but that really, you that really fuels you and uh, and man man. Hopefully we can find that. Well, and and there's
1: something that line you just said. Hopefully we can find it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Is I want to find that. I got to figure that out for me. And I hope anybody listens. Going, I got to figure out what is my psychological salary. Um, Most people don't know it, but when you identify it, it is uh, it is it is. Incredibly helpful, and it's also evidence that you're turning pro. So I like it. I, I love that tenacious desire to let's go look for it and let's find it. That psychological salary.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, maybe we sold some books for Mister Pressfield. If not, maybe <laughs> <dozen>. we've uh, <laughs> we've we've given you. And, and you know, we wanted to not do a book report. We wanted to talk about like ways we're learning and, and thinking about uh, all of this stuff. So. So listen, the big call to action for us is let's let's leave amateurish ways behind. Let's be pros. Uh, I think there's life that is found there. I think we can do that regardless of where we are in the organization, regardless of our title, regardless of our financial salary. There's these these are decisions we make to go. Okay, I'm going to start looking at fear in the face and be courageous. I'm going to try to quit blaming. Um, I'm going to I'm going to do the hard hard work of trying to pick a destination of where it is that I want to go. And I'm going to be looking for that psychological reward because uh, nobody can take that away from me. And that, that's, that's way more motivating uh, at times, uh, many times, than the financial reward. So
1: go pro, Go Clay. pro. Hey, Adam, thanks go for pro. reading that book instead of watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> My pleasure. Talk to you
0: next week. Well, that's all we got for today's episode of the How to Lead podcast. You can always reach out to us via email. We can be reached at info at work. That's info at work. Every episode is mixed and edited by the team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.